Ready for a new and exciting career challenge? At DHL Supply Chain, you're part of a team committed to creating innovative solutions for some of the biggest brands in the world. We're recognized as a best place to work, where people are valued, supported, and respected. DHL Supply Chain is hiring for a wide range of salaried operational and functional roles. Previous experience in logistics is welcome, but not required. All opportunities, no boundaries. DHL Supply Chain. Apply today at joindhl.com. Dietz and Watson's been making meats and cheeses the right way since forever. What's that mean? It means never cutting corners, ever. It means cooking, not processing. It means our Virginia brand ham that's cooked to perfection, then twice baked to layer the flavors. It takes more time, but you can taste the difference. We come to work every day to do it the right way, even if it's the hard way. Because if it's not right for us, it's not right for you. Dietz and Watson, it's a family thing since 1939. Hello, everybody, and welcome to a special edition of the Pro Basketball Talk podcast and uh, video here at NBC Sports. We are here with Dejanay Carrington of the Connecticut Sun. Thank you so much for joining us, taking the time. Thank you. Thanks for having me. All right. So my first question, uh, for people who don't know, Dejanay grew up in, uh, like me, in Southern California, mm-hmm. Did went, went to college at a nicer school than I did at Stanford and then mm-hmm. Baylor. And so my first question is something very Southern Californian. Like, how are you adjusting to the weather in Connecticut? Like, I'm not <laughs> sure that I would handle that that easily. Um, well, now, you know, it's my third year. I'm a little bit more used to it, but it was hard at first. Um, last year, I spent my first winter in Connecticut. So that was the real adjustment. During the summer, when our season is, it's pretty nice. But it's really the winters that for <laughs> <laughs> a loop. Third yeah, we, for sure. We don't even they don't even sell real winter clothes in Southern California for people to know. Like you can't mm-hmm. buy the stuff you need for actual winter around here. No. Um, what do you like about there? What have you loved about Connecticut so far? Um, probably the best thing about it has been just my teammates and the people that I've been around. Um, playing basketball has been for a living has been a dream come true. So I'd say those things. Um, but like you said, it's very different from um, any of the climates or any of the environments that I'm used to coming from Southern California and then going to college in Northern California and then um, being in Waco, Texas for a year. So it's very different from anything I've ever experienced, honestly. On the court, this has been a fantastic season for you. Uh, mm-hmm. You are Look, you get mentioned a lot for sixth player of the year right now. Is there been something with your mindset that was different this year, or did you do anything different with your game to to get you for this level, or has it just been opportunity? Um, I think that question, I think the answer is twofold, maybe threefold. Um, Thank you, by the way. But uh, I think that the first thing is I was injured during the offseason, so it wasn't a lot of, you know, physical skill work that I could do because I was, it was a knee injury. So something that I couldn't really bend my leg, I couldn't put a lot of weight on and I couldn't jump off of that leg. So a lot of those things, no, as far as changing my game, but I think that it helped me. I could just shoot the whole time. Like it's really the only thing I could do for a while was just shoot, 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 because anything else caused pain. So I think that that speaks to, you know, the, the increased percentage from three from the field um, 
And then I think also just, you know, it's my third year. I, I am still on a rookie contract and I am still a young player in the league, but, you know, it's time to level up. It's time to take that next step in my game and contract years coming up. And I, you know, I wanted to put myself in a good position for all of those things that I want in the, in the future for myself. Not everybody adapts, though, to the sixth person role very well, like coming yeah. off the bench. It's not something, obviously, you, you did much for a long time. Like, mm-hmm. was there a mental adjustment for you, or did that kind of come naturally? You know, I think what team you get drafted to really, like, plays a role in that type of thing with your mindset. Um, I came into a team that the year before I came here, they went to the semis. Year before that, they went to the finals. So I'm coming in. I was. I knew this. Coming in, it wasn't going to be my team. I wasn't going to be the star player. Only God knew if I was going to get any minutes, you know. So I already had that mindset of come in here, you know, obviously come in confident and do what I do. But, you know, it wasn't really like, I felt like I was entitled to this or that to have this many minutes to get this many shots or any of those things. So I think that my mindset in that sense was just open mind. I came in knowing I was going to be around amazing players and to try to just soak up and learn everything that, you know, they had to share with me. But I mean, at Baylor, I was the sixth woman of the year and that was my fifth year of college. So I feel like if anything, that's when I had to humble myself and, um, you know, learn that, okay, this is a new role. You know, I came from starting at Stanford to being the sixth woman um, at Baylor as a 22-year-old fifth-year senior, you know? So I don't I don't think that this is, is too difficult for me to do. <laughs> yeah. and, uh, the Connecticut Sun made the finals, right? Like, you, you've been mm-hmm. on the, uh, the highest stages of the WNBA. Did that impact the team mindset coming into this season and your mindset? For sure. That left a, a, a bitter, sour taste in our mouths, you know, and it happened right here on our home court. So that also is just another fuel that um, we brought into this season. But we knew that there were going to be a lot of new pieces from the top all the way down. And nobody really knew how that was going to mesh together. And so I think throughout the season, you've seen us get the kinks out and then losing we kind of had found it and then we lost breezy and so yeah. you know refinding what's everybody's new role how does our offense look different how does our defense look different who needs to pick up in what areas to try to you know compensate for what we lost with her so yeah when she went out like your numbers have gone up was that just a matter of kind of opportunity or role or was it the mindset of i've somebody's got to pick up this load I definitely think it started with having the opportunity. Um, you know, the first few games of the season, I was getting DMPs. So the opportunity wasn't even there. But now I think that with her, unfortunately, going down, you know, everyone has had to pick up the load a little bit. Like, I haven't looked at the numbers of everyone, but I would assume that, you know, a lot of people's production has gone up. Uh, I know DB, she's definitely been more aggressive offensively. It, look, it seems like, um, you know, AT's always consistent with her numbers all the way throughout and making the players around her better. But I think the last few games also you've seen Natisha has got that confidence back and um, Tip, her scoring has gone up also. So I think we're all just trying to, you know, take a little bit. It's not going to all happen from one person or at one time, but everyone's trying to pick up a little bit of that um, that we lost. Also this year, 
coach seems to have new coach, new everything. He, he, mm-hmm. The offense feels. Uh, it, it, tell me if I'm wrong about this. It looks like it's a little more free flowing, a little more read and react um, yeah. than necessarily what you were doing before. How big an adjustment was that? How did was a big an adjustment for you? And, and does it fit for you? Yeah, it, you're absolutely right. It's definitely more of a, a read and react type of offense now. Um, not many set plays, a lot of which makes us hard to you know scout. But it also sometimes messes us up because we're like, (laughs) there's so much freedom. There's so many options. So we really have to communicate like, oh, I'm going here. You're going there, you know, because we can kind of be anywhere and just fill a spot. Um, So I think the adjustment has been just to unlearn, you know, looking over and waiting on the set and kind of just going and attacking closeouts and making reads and drawing defense and kick, you know, things like that has been the real adjustment. But I think it's definitely more um, conducive to my game personally, which is kind of that free-flowing type of player, you know, get out and transition. We're playing at a much faster pace than we had my last two seasons here at least. Um, So I think that that has been really, really good for me. I love playing in transition. I love running the floor, getting out, and just, you know, playing fast. That's awesome. Um, this is a question I, I, Corey, who's our regular co-host, but couldn't be here mm-hmm. today, grew up in the sort of the same situation you did where growing up with a parent who was a professional athlete, who your, your dad played in the NFL for years. Yeah. What, and you grew up even playing a little football, but did, was that an especially competitive environment family? Like, are you, does your family, like if it's board games, everybody's still really competitive and going at it? Definitely. Um, Growing up, you know, we would have family game nights and stuff and we had to shut them down because by the end of the night, (laughs) these two weren't talking to these two. These two were, you know, teaming up against this one, you know. So, yeah, we all just want to win. You know, obviously it's love at the end of the day, but whether it's family feud, monopoly, space, whatever it is, it's it's competitive (laughs) for sure. But it also, you know has helped clearly to give me that mindset going into life with anything. I would say, I I would think that Corey feels this way that I, because I've talked to him about it. Mm -hmm. The mindset of growing up in there still carries over to whether you're, you know, he's working at NBC or, or playing, you know, playing football, playing basketball, whatever it is Mm -hmm. that does carry over. I think you probably see it as something that would carry over for your entire life regardless. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I mean, my whole family is in the sports world. My brother played football, plays football. My sister played basketball. You know, my mom ran track in college. My dad, obviously, as you mentioned, played in the NFL. So it was kind of destined for me to do some type of sport activity. Um, But I think that they all taught me so many valuable lessons, whether that's for life or for my career now in the WNBA. And having people who had already gotten to places that I want to get to growing up was amazing for me because I could truly ask them questions and take their advice because I know that they actually have achieved those things. You know, there's a lot of people that give advice where it's like, how did you learn that? Like, you know, (laughs) I haven't seen you accomplish that. So it's hard for me to trust that what you're telling me is going to actually help me. But, you know, having people in my family who have actually literally gotten to where I want to get to it has been amazing for me.
Ready for a new and exciting career challenge? At DHL Supply Chain, you're part of a team committed to creating innovative solutions for some of the biggest brands in the world. We're recognized as a best place to work, where people are valued, supported, and respected. DHL Supply Chain is hiring for a wide range of salaried operational and functional roles. Previous experience in logistics is welcome, but not required. All opportunities, no boundaries. DHL Supply Chain. Apply today at joindhl.com. Dietz and Watson's been making meats and cheeses the right way since forever. What's that mean? It means never cutting corners, ever. It means cooking, not processing. It means our Virginia brand ham that's cooked to perfection, then twice baked to layer the flavors. It takes more time, but you can taste the difference. We come to work every day to do it the right way, even if it's the hard way. Because if it's not right for us, it's not right for you. Dietz and Watson, it's a family thing since 1939. When something happens to your car, you might say, No! My car! But what you really need to say is something that can actually help. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. And just like that, State Farm is there to help you file your claim right on the State Farm mobile app. So, just remember, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. State Farm, Bloomington, Illinois. Uh, you also played football growing up until what, about age 11, give or take? Um, yeah, I mean, I played tackle football growing up in elementary and junior high. And then, like, once I got to high school, it was kind of, all right, I wanted to play football. <laughs> and football and volleyball season were at the same time. So yeah. I stuck with volleyball. I chose volleyball. <laughs> uh, understandably. But, I, but then again, I've seen you leak out on plays like you've got some wide receiver in you and some yeah. and some teammates who know how to throw the outlet yeah anytime I'm out there with AT I know I gotta have my hands up and ready um <laughs> I feel like we just have that you know connection where she knows I'm gonna run and I know she's gonna throw it and I better catch it so it's been fun I that's the position that I played primarily was wide receiver so it's definitely in my blood, that's what my brother plays, his wide receiver. And so we've always, you know, even in the backyard at home, it's always we're running routes and, all right, trying to do one-on-one against each other, different things, you know. So it's it's been brewing. That's awesome. I mean, now that you're into the season, what is it – I'm kind of curious. You get some off days. What does your off day look like for you? I know you like to wake up and – Either listen to a sermon or listen to gospel. What does an off day look like for you when you get them? Oof, well, the way that this season has been, there been they have been few and far between true off days. But yeah. I think off days for me personally typically look like self-care days. Um, you know, we're traveling so much, whether that's um, in the airports or just going from practice to the hotel, you know, being in my own space, um, in my house, I just, you know, that's my piece. I like to get my lashes done. I get my hair done. I get my eyebrows done, my nails. Like, I just like to have me days, um, and just relax. You know, I hang out with my dog, um, and really just chill. Yeah. Watch TV. I like (laughs) really like, (laughs) okay. All right. So let's get to the important question. What's your dog's name? What kind of dog? His name is Seven. He is a petite golden doodle. 
Oh, wow. Okay, seven? Seven, little Y, S-E-V-Y-N. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right, cool. That, that's a good way. Like you said, you're not getting a lot of off days. The league has grown. You've got four more games coming up than normal. Yeah. Like, um, I've got to say, what have you noticed has changed over while you've been in the league? Because the level of play jumps every year with the league right now. It's mm-hmm. amazing the level of talent. Um, mm-hmm. What have you noticed since you've come into the league that's kind of evolved over the, over, over the three years? Um, I definitely think like the fandom around the WNBA has increased, you know, I think they're reaching different audiences now, just as far as different partnerships that we have with um, ION, you know, Friday nights, or whether it's uh, NBC playing our games or, um, you know, obviously League Pass, sometimes Twitter, sometimes Amazon Prime, you know, just different platforms where our game is games are streaming more that's more accessible to a wider range of audience i think having us on like DraftKings and FanDuel and things like that where people can make bets i think that also reaches another audience and brings a whole new group of fans into um, the WNBA. i think those are a couple things but i don't know like you said you know the game the competition increases every single year. And that's a testament to, you know, people's individual work and people's individual uh, dedication to their talent and their crafts. But, you know, I think it's just going to continue to go up and up and up. Well, you got to be part of what is at the WNBA level, NBA level is the best part of all-star weekend, which is always the three-point contest. Frankly, it's, it's the one thing you can count on to be entertaining every year. Yeah, and it was. And, <laughs> it was. And the, and the talent shows out for it. What was that experience like? What, how did you, how, how was that for you? It was awesome. Um, I was super nervous at first coming in, you know, I just, I'm not going to lie. At first I felt like out of place a little bit. Um, but you know, I, Sometimes I have to do this and just remind myself that, like, I've earned this. I deserve this. I'm supposed to be here just like everyone, the person next to me to the right and left. Um, but once I got out there, after I got past the first rack, the jitters, you know, went away. I, I felt like, you know, I was just shooting in practice. Um, so it was a lot of fun just being around great players, being around great people. The fans were incredible out there in Vegas. So it was a lot yeah. of fun. It's a lot of fun event. And then what was it like on the sidelines when Sabrina suddenly couldn't miss? Out of yeah. Not out of nowhere. I mean, she could too. But. No, she went nuts. It was like, <laughs> I, I don't I don't even know. We were like, this girl's unconscious. Like, yeah. he was just literally could not miss. Like, I bet if she closed her eyes and was shooting it, they still would have gone in. Like, she was just in that type of a zone. Season's... In the second half now, uh, do you think about – are you thinking at all about sixth player of the year? Or for you, is it about – I mean, you guys are tied at the top of the East. Uh, mm-hmm. You are you are one of the title contenders. Is that more the focus? I mean, for sure. You know, at the end of the day, winning – you're not going to win any personal awards, first off, without your team being successful. And I think we've seen that with snubs in the past over, you know, different – accolades but I think that that's always the most important thing is our team winning and then you know we're, we're still trying to avenge that loss from last year in the finals um, so that's been the, at the top of you know at least my personal focus but that you know being the sixth woman of the year or most approved whatever those have been goals of mine that I have written down um, 
And so it would be, you know, very emotional and incredible accomplishment for me personally, just all that I've been through injury wise. And, you know, just like mentally with coming back from injury, especially this year. So it would, yeah, it would be awesome. That mental toughness you've talked about, like coming back from what has been knee surgeries, I mean, throughout college and stuff, you kept coming back and keep playing at a high level. What has it taken mentally for you to be able to do that? Um, a lot of patience with myself. Um, you know, as athletes, we're not typically patient people. You know, we, we want it to happen now. But I think that the kind of delay of gratification has been a big thing for me. Staying in the Bible and, you know, keeping my mind clear and right has been huge for me. Um, I don't know. I'm getting emotional because, like, there were so many times leading into the season, whether that was this season or whether it was in college when I had these surgeries, that I really, really, really didn't know if I was going to come back and play. Like, I remember even in April of this year, and camp started the last, I think, last day of April where – I just was like, I don't, I don't think I'm going to be able to play this season. Like I, my knee hurts still, like I can't jump all of those things. So I think that just being here and being able to be out there on the court, all those injuries have given me this deeper sense of love and appreciation for basketball and for just being able to physically run and, and jump and do all those things, walk upstairs, do all the things that I, you know, like to do. I Look, I, You've been an inspiration the way you've bounced back and the way you're playing. And it's it's been so much fun to watch both with this, with Connecticut and just your, your story in general. Uh, one last fun question from our producer, Dan, because it's how we end all our interviews. His fun question uh, of the week, what artist or band would you want to jump on stage and sing with? <laughs> um... Any era, anything you want. I'm I'm really into like female rappers, so I would probably say I'm gonna say three options. I'm gonna say Nicki Minaj, I'm gonna say Cardi B, and I'm gonna say Lotto. Those are my oh, three. Those are good <laughs> options. I just think the energy would be so high, and I know basically all the lyrics, so that would be perfect. Give me the mic, I can run across the stage. You know, good energy. That'd be awesome to see. Uh, Dijanae, thank you so much for doing this. Thank you, everybody, for listening. And uh, we'll be back soon with another Pro Basketball Talk Expert. Thank you. Ready for a new and exciting career challenge? At DHL Supply Chain, you're part of a team committed to creating innovative solutions for some of the biggest brands in the world. We're recognized as a best place to work, where people are valued, supported, and respected. DHL Supply Chain is hiring for a wide range of salaried operational and functional roles. Previous experience in logistics is welcome, but not required. All opportunities, no boundaries. DHL Supply Chain. Apply today at joindhl.com. Dietz and Watson's been making meats and cheeses the right way since forever. What's that mean? It means never cutting corners, ever. It means cooking, not processing. It means our Virginia brand ham that's cooked to perfection, then twice baked to layer the flavors. It takes more time, but you can taste the difference. We come to work every day to do it the right way, even if it's the hard way. Because if it's not right for us, it's not right for you. Dietz and Watson, it's a family thing since 1939.